Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to Show and Tell. This is by me and Pedro. This is the Adafruit Show and Tell. This is the best way to show off your awesome DIY project, whether it be 3D printing or electronics, PCBs, uh, your workspace, everything is game. Uh, go ahead and jump over to discord.gg slash Adafruit. We want to show off your awesome project. We're going to start off with some DigiKey folks. I'm going to jump over to the Adafruit folks and then close it out with some peeps in the community. Take about two minutes. Uh, reminder, there is no uh, Ask an Engineer tonight. That would be next week. And uh, there was no 3D Hangouts either. And that's why we're doing this. But uh, real quick, I wanted to show what we're prototyping because we didn't have uh, one. And it seems to be a light crowd oh, cool. today. So right. real quick, this is what I'm prototyping. It is the super cute little Lola bot from Obi-Wan Kenobi. This is, uh, I guess, like the companion drone. It sounds like they make the toys and then like write a whole script for whatever right. <laughs> the okay. season's going to be. So um, it's an Itsy Bitsy RP2040 inside here. You got like all the cool ports in there. And then, of course, you have like the magnets on the side there. So you can have like some shoulder mounted little uh, little bot. So that's what I'm working on. It'll be released next week, of course, with all the CAD files and all that cool stuff. You got a little uh, owl that will be like a sure. remote yeah. control. Yeah, I'll quickly share. Uh, I need a TV remote. So we or Lamar had the idea of, of making the TV remote into the shape of an owl. So we have the IRLEDs as the eye. We have a receiver right here, too, so we can sniff uh, the, the, the stuff from the remote that we're trying to clone, and then an arcade button uh, for whatever we want to do, whether you want to turn it up, turn off the TV, turn it on. Do some volume. You can pick, kind of pick whatever yeah. thing you want to do. Yeah, because the freaking kids always lose the remote. So yeah, they're always sure. like well, digging in the couch. That, so we just lost the, nice the little remote, pro so. problem solver right there. So okay, that's our little show yeah. and tell. Let's go ahead and jump into uh, DigiKey J. Okay, here we go. J, what's up? Hey J, what's up? Dude, I love that robot. Look at that cool antenna. It's having a ball right now. Give me a second. Oh. Uh, Sorry, it oh. still has the facial recognition problems or working early oh. problems, but I yes. attached the sound system to it now. So when it sees a face, I actually play a, a note, but it's keep looking into the corner here where I have like my face and other stuff over there. So it kept playing on and off and it was just getting getting to me for a second. I got to change the voice lines for them. But this is my Fur Zero 2. This is uh, going to be my new travel robot. So when I go to events and stuff, I can bring this guy with me and walk around and get more interactions and stuff since it actually interacts a lot better than the uh, original. It's actually a lot more hyper, too. I don't know what I did on that one. But, yeah. <laughs> so cool. And this is going to be uh, released soon on the DigiKeys uh, site? Uh, we're hoping to get stuff done for it soon, but we're still, we're still safe. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Awesome. I'll be uh, waited. Oh, that's so cool. And uh, any other stuff? Uh, no, that's just it. <laughs> okay, cool. No, that's, that's a great update. No, I love it. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Thanks for stopping by, Jay. Cool. No problem. All right. Thanks. All right, Jay. We'll check in with you next time. Peace. All right, okay. go ahead and check out what uh, John's doing. John Park. Hey, hey, hey guys. So uh, I am setting up some stuff here on screen. If you want to switch over, I'll show. Um, unfortunately, we have a little bit of a black hole just because I kind of wanted to look straight at, at you guys. So I share my whole screen, including that there. Um, so actually, Liz and I worked together on a guide where we did a couple of variations on uh, cassette player hacks. And the one that I did uses MIDI through a little cutie pie here. 
and a DAC board, this is our quad DAC board, which then is sending out voltage to the wiper of the speed controller of this little GE uh, General Electric Walkman. It's a really popular one for hacking because it actually does have uh, a little minimal speed controller on there. It was meant for like dictation, so you could slow down or speed up your dictation when you're playing it back, presumably. Um, but it's a really good one to hack, both with just straight up potentiometers uh, to doing control voltage, or in this case, MIDI to control voltage. Uh, and so I just wanted to show a, a demo that maybe is um, clear because it's all on one screen. I'm not using my MIDI keyboard or an outboard sequencer in this case. I'm just using a piece of software here. So I've got VCV Rack, which is this sort of virtual modular. Uh, and I have on it a little virtual keyboard. And you can see over on the left, there's a scope there showing the voltage uh, that those key notes are sending out. So the funny thing about this is that we're using sort of virtual voltage, and then I'm converting that through a module that turns it into MIDI. And then that MIDI, as you can see the output there, my choice is QDPI RP2040 circuit Python USB MIDI port zero, which is what's running down there on the tape deck. So every time I hit one of these notes, it sends a different MIDI note to the uh, QDPI, which then converts that back to voltage. So really we're working in voltage the whole time. Uh, just have a little trip in the middle. So what I've got on here is a, a tape that I made a little continuous tone on. Actually, half of it is a continuous tone. The other half of the tape is a, a little tritone, sort of slightly detuned sine wave tritone. So when I play this back, you'll hear it playing at a particular pitch. But then as I tell it different notes, uh, it's going to change that. So here's a little demo of that. It's not quite semitones. Uh, it's it's smaller than that. I didn't tune it uh, to to exact semitones because we only have a pretty limited range we can work with, uh, given how this this is set up with the speed controller. Um, but it's a lot of fun because you can do not just playing notes like that, but send it sequences, right? So I could I could set up. Uh, I won't do it all in here right now, but if I pick one of the many many sequencers that we have to work with, here's a nice 16 step sequencer. Now I can send that output to it, programmable sequences, or do. Uh, neat things like a Turing machine, which gives you uh, randomized voltages that are repeatable with a little sort of shift register. So we can send it uh, unquantized or quantized stuff. You can make arpeggiation, generative things. So kind of any way you want to feed it MIDI, doesn't just have to be a keyboard. Uh, we can now get this player doing some neat stuff. Now, someone pointed out before, this is actually a quad DAC. So you could set up four of these uh, little tape players, four Walkmen next to each other and send the output from the four different DAC channels to that. And now you've got polyphony. You can play chords of the tape, which is pretty cool. Um, so kind of a, a next level hack that people can do if they're interested. Uh, so that guide is out. And uh, if you want, these are usually about 10 to $20 on eBay. Get one that's working. Otherwise, you'll have to change out a belt, which isn't too hard. And those are pretty cheap. Um, but it's a really uh, great little hackable cassette player that I've had a lot of fun hacking. Was an excellent jumping off point for uh, doing the quad. Like I'm imagining saying. a cluster of tape decks, just a <laughs> <to laughs> <follow laughs> room with these things. Like all the people yeah. do, like the what is the the pie clusters? Yeah, like that's what you just <laughs> a cluster of tapes, or you could get a, like a 19 inch rack and just huh. put a bazillion tapes in it. Like yeah, 
pull it. Uh, what was the software you're using again? So I'm using VCV Rack, which I think stands for Virtual Control Voltage. So Control Voltage is what I was talking about before. Mm -hmm. VCV Rack is great because it's free and open source. There's a, there is a paid version mm -hmm. that has some features people who want to use it, I think, as a VST inside of their other DAW will oh, we'll pay for that. Um, I think I'm, I don't think I've paid for it. I think I've paid for some modules, but most of the modules I use are free. Uh, and, and a lot of them are actually digital recreations of real world modules. So uh, Mutable Instruments is a great example of that. If you look at all of these ones with the magenta knobs, those are real world modules that are super popular, such as this, this oscillator here. Um, this is a recreation of it. It happens to be a digital module in the real world. So it's actually a fairly straightforward process, I believe, to, to port it into here. Um, but it allows you to learn about making modular synthesis without paying the money associated with real world modular synthesis, which is kind of where all your spare money goes. If you get into that as a, yeah. as a hobby, I can, I can attest. Yeah. Uh, but the way this thing is working, it really doesn't matter because any, if you use GarageBand, I think that'll output MIDI if, if I'm not sure. Uh, certainly any iOS apps. So there's a bunch mm. of really cool iOS apps like um, uh, Fugue Machine, which builds these really cool um, sort of polyrhythmic chord patterns. Uh, so you could send out chords if you're using the DAC method or single mm. notes if you're using just the single DAC and the single tick player. But any, any way that you can generate MIDI, plug it into this and off you go. So it, it's... Uh, Kind of neat given how many cool software MIDI things there are and hardware MIDI things there are uh, to be able to go into this. And then uh, the last thing that I that I would love to do at some point that I didn't on this is add a hardware MIDI input so you could use classic MIDI over like TRS mm. or Gen 5 um, and then mm. you would just power that but it would it would be pretty simple like about one line of code I think to say oh and let's mm. also listen on a UART for, uh, mm. for, for real MIDI classic MIDI to come in. Cool. Awesome. And cool. the uh, the learn guide is is public now, so folks it's can check live. It out. And there's a, there's, a, there's actually two different uh, sections in there. You can check out uh, the two different versions of this sort of thing that Liz and I both made. So uh, go go and go get your cassette on. Cool. Yeah, awesome. I'm gonna check out the software. I, I definitely want to check it out. I know. I thought it was oh, like Reason yeah. or something. Yeah, <laughs> you got the vibes from Reason too. All right. Totally. Yeah, I think they had what Reason Blocks is a similar modular thing. That's okay. That's a more recent one. Um, there's SoftTube and a few other paid ones out there. Cherry Audio has a cool modular, but this one is super popular because it's free and it works just just kind of how you would expect it to. So um, you can go and look at any sort of lessons online courses on learning modular and use this as as the way to do it. So very cool. Cool. Yeah. All awesome. right. Thanks, Thanks so much. John. We're going to check in with Liz next, so we'll see uh, part two of, of Ooh, the, excellent. Uh, the tape. Very cool. Madness. All right. All right. Thanks. All right. Cool. I forgot I had this thing on. <laughs> oh, you get there? Okay. Yeah, All right, right, let's uh, check in with uh, Liz. Okay. Hey. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I'm just going to switch my camera. Um, yep. So I did kind of the more chaotic uh, tape hack um, where I basically desoldered the actual motor wires um, that are on here and connected them up to an L9110 uh, motor driver. And then I'm using CircuitPython um, to just use the Adafruit motor uh, library to control the speed and direction of the cassette motor. Uh, so I can use it with a tape loop, um, and it will just continuously play either forwards or backwards. And I'm controlling that with this pot. So when I'm all the way over here, I'm going full speed 
forward and then it'll taper off. And then when I go all the way over here, it's full speed in reverse. Uh, and then I've got this button here. When I hold it down, it'll kind of do this rev up like warble thing. Um, Cause I think probably the coolest sound tape does is when you get that kind of like speed up thing. And you're hearing a bit with John's hack um, when he'd play a note, um, you get kind of the ramp up to it. Um, so that was my version. Um, and what was cool is I was able to solder on the outside of the two battery terminals because it just takes 3.3 volts because it's two AA batteries. So the Cutie Pie is powering the entire thing. So it's just this little kind of compact thing. Uh, and I went for the Fisher Price Play School vibe um, with the colors and the design because I did have, it was either Fisher Price or Play School, like a primary colored cassette deck when I was little. Um, so I was trying to emulate that. So yeah, guide is live now. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, I like the choice of colors, even in the wires. Mm -hmm. They're very excellent. And I like the knob too. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. support free printing knob. You yes, call it. yeah, it prints flat this way, but you still yeah. You can crank it up. Awesome. Um, sweet. You also have a, um, did a, did a video on um, creating your loops too, which folks should check out. Yeah. On yeah. Your, your um, channel, it's surprisingly so. easy to make your own tape loops. Yeah. That's awesome. I had no idea this existed. Yeah. <laughs> it looks so cool. That's so cool. All right. Well, awesome. Awesome Thanks, stuff. Thanks for sharing it with us. And uh, we'll check in next time. All right. Bye. All right. Let's go ahead and jump into the community. We'll start it off with uh, Mark. Did we want to end it with Mark? Or oh, uh, I guess John. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mark is special for that. <laughs> hey, John. Hey, John. Welcome to the show. Okay. I'm unmuted now. Hey, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Hey, what's going on? Uh, so I just wanted to show off an idea that my dad had uh, this week, and I helped him turn it into a project. Mm -hmm. um, so at, at his work, he's been spending a lot of time finding where plugs are in relation to like their circuits in a house, right? It was driving him crazy. And uh, we came up with this random idea to use some little Wi-Fi node MCUs, right? Um, so basically, the idea is, right, you plug one into the, the, the socket. You want to find out. Then you come over to your switch panel with your other one that's working. Mm -hmm. okay. And then if you turn it off, it'll show you that, it, that it's uh, disconnected, right? So they're just talking to each other over Wi-Fi. Hmm. Um, so I've got this one hooked up in the other room. And then uh, this is the one that's with me on my laptop. So I come over here. And I flip this off. Seconds, light turns off. Uh -huh. yep. You found this the this the socket that goes with that uh, that circuit. So nice. Anyway, it's just a, a simple project. My dad's supposed to be trying it out sometime this week, so I'll let everybody know. Yeah, let us know how it goes. I, yeah, cool. That's awesome. I think we need one of those. Like, yeah. Like the electricians came by and labeled nothing. <laughs> it's like yeah. guys, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> so that's super there. helpful. Is it on or off? As we're yelling from upstairs. <laughs> oh man, that this was great. So great. Thanks yeah. so much, John. So, yeah, that's that how it works. Yeah, sure. Okay. Thanks. Right. Thanks. Take it easy. Bye. Need like two of those. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. Let's kick, uh, end it off with uh, uh, Mark. All right, Mark. Hey, Mark. Welcome to the show. Hi. I, I totally need one of those because, yeah, my electrical box is completely unlabeled. Oh, there's yeah. space there. Why didn't they? Yeah, they have filled the out. Label space. And oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it was last week, I picked up some of these small circular displays that I've seen uh, some people using. And like any good delivery, it showed up just when it got kicked out of my house for home repairs for a week. Um, so today I finally had a chance to play with them. Um, and I realized 
initially they were going to be for the heads-up display I'd been working on, but like any good maker got distracted and decided to do something else. So I hooked up uh, accelerometer and to the display and then started making something where the little ball will jump around. Yeah, and this is has an idea for a bigger project. So today was just sort of the proof of concept that it would actually oh, work. I love it. Yeah, this is a it's fantastic. Uh, I've got so many project ideas. Right, looking at this one simple circle instead of another circle. Yeah, there's great. still some math to do because um, it's doing stuff like getting stuck on the wall at weird angles. Oh. But hmm. it's behaving though how you would expect though. Yeah, it, for the most part, it looks. Uh, it looks like it's in it liquid. Looks, yeah, <laughs> like there's some displacement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like some liquid inside uh, of it or something. Right, like so some thick I, stuff. I like. Yeah, I like it. Uh, so yeah, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. Like a game? Sorry, go ahead. Uh, I'm thinking somebody designed some 3D glasses that I that oh. I've seen online, and then I think <laughs> this might work well on there. Um, so right. oh man please post a link to these yeah, these are great yeah yeah no for sure i will it's uh just a start and i'll see where it goes from here and i, I love these little circular displays so they're mm -hmm. yeah. i've always I've wanted been seeing them around like too i want one so bad now yeah. oh it yeah. looks so cool yeah, like just the shape of it like i don't know you can do so much yeah with it. I have to thank uh, Toddbot had some good examples that i copied and also yes that's where i saw it yeah Kirk, yeah, this uh, for this code paint your dragon also had it running on a Halloween M4, but with a square screen. So the circle actually makes it easier for the math, thankfully, because I'm not very good at it. No, I, I could not do great. this. Yeah. So. Awesome! Yeah, please come yeah. by. Share. Great progress. Share so, the link. So share the progress. Yeah. So yeah. cool! Oh, I'm inspired now. <laughs> this is why we do this. Fun, yeah. So cool! Thanks so much, uh, Mark. Yeah, for sure. I'll be back when I've got more with it. Cool. Awesome. Thanks, Rich. Right. Thanks a lot. Right. And I, I yep. think that's uh, going to be it. Okay. Well, tune in to show it next week, uh, which will be hosted by Lamar and Phil. Yes. And the return of Ask Engineer. Mm -hmm. And we'll be back to uh, be showing off all the stuff. And yeah, uh, remember to follow us on all the socials. And uh, check out the Discord at discord.gg slash Adafruit for any more updates. Yeah, there's still some shows going on uh, throughout the week, though. Yes. I think uh, JP have a show tomorrow. Mm -hmm. He's going to nod his head, yes. Yes, yes. he gives a thumbs up. <laughs> and then uh, potentially Foamy Guy for a Friday stream. We'll yeah. see. And I think uh, they're doing some recordings for INMPI. And, jeez, uh, uh, oh, I forgot the other one. <laughs> there, there'll be more stuff. So just tune into the show, socials. INMPI, more videos go a great search. I there you go. That's what it was. Right. All right, folks. Well, that has been very fun. Thank you, everybody, all the participants, for showing off your stuff and inspiring everybody. We uh, will check you guys out uh, next time. Until then, remember to make, make a great day. day. Great night. Yeah, there you go. See you next week. Bye, folks.